Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you had a, a real Christmas tree, do you still have it up in your living room? Is it still uh, drinking water? Is it still alive? We've still got ours uh, going. Got to have it up. Really? There. Well, you got to have it up till the 6th, the Epiphany. You're Catholic. You know. Right, yeah. Baby no. Jesus. Somebody's coming back. Christmas is gone in our house. Wow, completely. you're a sinner. You're yeah. a sinner. <laughs> you, you, you claim to believe in the big guy in the sky, and yet you don't follow the rules. Right. What happens if he comes knocking at the door at your place and says, where's the tree? Respect me. I'll ask for a selfie. What if the Muppet shows up, the Muppet man in the sky, and says, uh, Lucky, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a long line in front of me <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right there at the door Every time a car goes by I say to Maria It's probably him He's slowing down He's coming to visit us Anyhow, if you still got your real tree in the house uh, And you don't know what to do with it uh, Most towns uh, have a system set up Where you let them know to come and pick it up And I think as of the 9th Certainly in Oshawa as of the 9th They'll come and grab it Or you could just eat it what? Yeah, a chef in the UK wrote a book called How to Eat Your Christmas Tree. And it features dozens of recipes. We should talk to Ted about this. Um, the author says you can pretty much eat the whole damn tree. And it seems like this uh, idea is picking up some steam. Growing numbers of eco-conscious households are eating various parts before throwing them out. The needles can be used like rosemary or bay leaves. Okay. Good source of vitamin C, supposedly. They can also be crushed to flavor gin or vinegar, and the wood can be burned to make pine ash, which can then be used as flavoring, as fertilizer in gardens, and for cleaning your kitchen. Right. It's not really eating it, necessarily. Like, you're not just going to pull off a piece of bark and chew (laughs) on it. That's right. It's not like a roasted pig, and you're just going (laughs) to... Plus, it's been sitting there in your living room for the last month. Yeah, the dog's not exactly the freshest. No, just remember to remove the tinsel (laughs) before you consume it. Back in the uh, fall, September, October, and into November, I started getting these uh, massive Enbridge gas bills. Now, I'm on there, as many people are, I guess, their equal monthly payment plan. Right. And, and uh, it's the only, it's the only um, utility I have that, that offers this. Maybe electrical offers this, but I've never signed up for it with electricity. And I, and I know I've been stung by it in the past, with other homes, because if you move and you close down that account, if you're not settled up on your equal monthly payments, I owe them. And I remember getting a bill for like 1100 bucks from Union Gas or whatever it is out in, wow, in, in Brampton really? years ago. Yeah, well, I guess because over time between the, the furnace and the pool heater and them running all year round... Not all at the same time, of course. I, I do have the gas uh, <laughs> heater off of the pool right now. And maybe I should go check that. Right. I notice it's a lot of steam blowing out of it. <laughs> you should check that. remember my, um, my uh, brother-in-law telling me a story about a couple that moved in uh, close to them some years back. And uh, both uh, husband and wife were doctors. So money, obviously not an object. And the house they bought had an in-ground pool. And my brother-in-law is looking at his kitchen window, which looked into their backyard over the winter, and just noticed it was billowing steam constantly. And he finally went around and knocked on their door and said, is your pool still running? They didn't even know they were supposed to close it. Oh. So the heat was on and the pump was running. Holy cow. Imagine that gas bill. These are doctors. (laughs) Anyhow. Uh, so, uh, So I'm on this equal monthly payment plan. 
And for the longest time, it was, I don't know, a couple of hundred bucks or something like that. And then all of a sudden, in like the fall, I get one bill for like almost 500. Then I get another bill for like almost 800. What? Yeah. And, and, and so I reached out to them and they go, oh, no, no, you only owe the 400. So I, I go, okay. And then I realized that a couple of months had gone by that they hadn't billed me. So I thought, okay, I'm just playing catch up on those couple of months. And then I, I, I go and I check. I call them and they got their, you know, your, check your accounts. And I check. And I was indeed on the hook for this other like 800 bucks. And so I, I'm reading the bill through very angry eyes. <laughs> and, and I notice that at the bottom it says, uh, you know, here's how much you've paid. They get this orange line that goes across the bottom. Yeah. Of it. They here's show you where paid. you are at based yeah. on you know how much you've been billed and how much you actually owe. Right. And the, the idea being with the equal billing is that you know you use less in the summer, more in the winter. Right. Generally, with natural gas for heat, uh, and that you know you're you you'll have an even payment plan, mm. but it will equal out because they basically you know, assess or they estimate what you're going to need. And that way you're using, you know, the same amount or you're paying the same amount, although you're using more at one time right. and less at the other. You might be a bit different because you're using it all summer long. And yeah, I don't I know. I really don't know how you've got a, a normal bill of a couple hundred bucks. It's not usually that high. I what don't are think. you usually around? Like around a hundred bucks. Yeah, but, but you're burning coal. Well, <laughs> I also shut down the east and west wings right, yeah, so over the true. winter, and uh, we all move into the main palace. <laughs> Everybody uh, in your I house. I don't know about you. You got that Taj Mahal of a bamboo deck. Maybe the whole house is made of bamboo. I'm, perhaps. I'm going to burn that thing down just to heat the house. <laughs> so, so to add confusion to all of this, I then start receiving these uh, statements from Enbridge saying I've got all these credits. Which at first, when I read them, I thought they were n- another bill, and one okay. was for like eleven hundred bucks, and another one was for eight hundred. Wow! And I, I just, I just, I lost my mind, and I'm like screaming. So I phoned them, and I'm just like, tr- because I know the person on the other end of the line, it's not their fault, right? Yeah. I'm trying to be calm, and I'm like, look, I'm on heart medication. <laughs> I can't take this. Are you one of those people that give you the entire personal history? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm reading every <laughs> bill I paid since I first bought a house. So they, they, it's just all so confusing because I'm like, well, okay, hold on a second here. I see at the highest amount I burn like per day, say, 5 or $6 worth of gas. Okay. Like the, so if I do that math, it's like 200 and something a month times 31 days. A little I, less than that, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just, why don't I just go to normal monthly payments? Well, because the fluctuation of natural gas prices, and this is why it's good to be on the equal billing. I'm like, well, it's no good for me when all of a sudden you show up and I owe you $1,100. And I go, oh, wait, there's a CR beside that. What does that mean? <laughs> That's a credit, Mr. Venn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but now I so don't just gave you like two grand? Well, no, they haven't. Now, if I, if I go off this uh, equal monthly payment plan, she says, yeah, they'll just kick me back that money. And I said, well, hold on. Do you actually give me the money or do you just apply it to bills down the road? And she, she kind of hummed and hawed on that. Right. So now, to make a long story short, I have a stack of paperwork that got mailed to me yesterday with about six different credits all adding up to like over two grand. Holy cow! But I also supposedly owe them like another eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't. And, and they sent a long letter explaining that there was some 
manual adjustments that needed to be made. And then at the end, they do apologize for the inconvenience. I'm like, oh, yeah, inconvenience. When somebody's used to paying 200 a month, now you want $1,100 right. out of them. At Christmas time. Because yeah. you, you have no other bills coming in no. around this time of year. No, no, no. I spent <laughs> less on Christmas. <laughs> Maybe that was the gift. Yeah, Pete. yeah. I said, I said to them, I said, listen, I wish I could just pull the bills off the money tree in the backyard, but I had to burn the money tree to keep the house warm. Well, we have seen you in your house in these ripped up T-shirts and <laughs> no <laughs> sleeves, perhaps maybe a sweater every now and then. <laughs> it is like a sauna <laughs> in my place. Yeah, well, listen, at your house, when everybody's sleeping in Canada goose coats, <laughs> I think you could turn the heat up a little bit. When I uh, stumbled upon this article, I thought, oh, we'll share this on the air. This will be good. But it did bother me the way it was titled. It's the funniest ways men injured their junk in 2022. (laughs) There is no funny way. (laughs) There's nothing funny about it. Right. It's incredibly painful. Remember Eddie Murphy's bit about even when a baby just grazes your junk. Right, yeah. It, it and, and there's that moment from there to your brain where you go in that insta second, this is gonna really hurt. There's a great like video. Was, I don't know what was like America's funniest little videos or a, a meme going around, and it's like a couple of dudes who are moving like a seventy inch TV up to the second floor mm. of like an, a, an apartment or condo building or something like that. And the guy's kind of holding along the railing, waiting for his buddy to come up and help him. Mm. And some kid comes up and nuts him right there, drops the whole thing. <laughs> I just don't kid. understand the pain. I'd, I'd kill that kid. <laughs> and I think no judge would find me guilty. I'd say that kid is the worst human being in the world and has to be put out. So uh, ways men injured their junk in 2022, and a lot of it is just so ridiculously stupid. A man went to the ER after scrubbing himself too hard with a loofah. Oh. A guy was using a French press when it shattered and spilled hot coffee on his crotch. Oh, my goodness. That's not funny. No. No. A dad got karate chopped in the groin by his kid. He went to ER 10 days later because (laughs) it still hurt. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of funny. That kid kid has to be put up for adoption. 10 days a man accidentally ran straight into the tip of a mop handle. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I read that, I literally cringed. <laughs> it's just the tip. We got a bleeder. Oh. A guy got caught in a zipper and was still stuck in it when he showed up at the hospital. What? Yeah. Something about Mary. Yeah. A guy was sitting on a toilet holding a nail, uh, nail file. Leaned forward to grab toilet paper and stabbed himself with a nail file. (laughs) One in a million shot, Doc. Yeah. A man was working out with a friend when an elastic exercise band slipped out of the friend's hand and the handle struck him in the groin. See, exercising never does you any good. right. A guy, for some reason, was having a pillow fight with his dog. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Let's Let's go go with that. that. (laughs) The dog lunged for the pillow and accidentally bit him down there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it was covered in peanut butter. (laughs) A guy's groin pierce, uh, a guy's groin piercing. Well, this is the problem right out of the gate. His groin piercing got caught in a car door. 
And another guy's <laughs> groin piercing got caught in a dishwasher door. A third guy also slammed his junk in the fridge. Oh, my goodness. Page two, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have such big junk that it gets in the way a lot. Which happens all the time. Right. For me. A man was using a penis pump, <laughs> as you do, and suddenly heard a pop. Oh, no. Going a little too hard at the pump. Some idiot tried to circumcise himself with a pair of scissors. Oh, come on. Guy ended up in the ER after putting a zip tie around his junk while getting it on with his girlfriend. Uh, uh. A guy got hit in the groin with a soccer ball, then again with a football later that day and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> guy was playing basketball when a baseball from a nearby field flew in and hit him in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole okay, run. That's just bad, yeah. bad luck. A guy uh, passed out at his bachelor party, so of course his buddies glued his junk to his stomach. Oh, Lord. That's a good piece of junk if you can get it all the way to the stomach. Or, well, there's also some craziness going on with his buddies. <laughs> like, really? Like, out of Who's all his grabbing buddies. grabbing onto that? He's the bachelor. <laughs> Somebody says, I got an idea. And the glue. And no one says, mm, maybe not. Yeah. A man was sitting on a freshly lacquered wooden bench while naked, as you do. Right. His junk stuck to the bench while he leaned over and got crushed by his leg. Oh. A drunk guy thought he was applying a sexual stimulant, but really it was toilet bowl cleaner. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a dude somehow got his wedding ring stuck on the base of his junk. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. How? I guess he decided to put it on there to... Tighten things up, but your wedding ring would be incredibly small. Yeah. Unless your junk is also very thin. Oh, my goodness. A guy was watching football, got excited when his team scored, and accidentally punched himself in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now, that one's funny. So, yesterday, we had the uh, story of the uh, guy who came home and his wife had burned up the uh, $20,000 in government the bonds in the yeah. chimney. Well, well, he had hidden it in the chimney, yeah. and she started a fire. And it was our story to, you know, suggest or uh, show you that uh, you might think your life is not going well, but somebody always has it worse. And we have yet another story for you this morning Okay, in that category to try to keep your spirits up. Last week, a man pulled off to the side of the road in the middle of the night to use the restroom. He stopped at like a... One of those en routes or something. Sure. His wife was uh, sleeping in the back seat. And after he got out, she decided she could also use the bathroom. The man came back and accidentally drove off without her. <laughs> Thinking, of course, that she was still sleeping in the back seat. And he drove about 160 kilometers before he realized she wasn't there. Oh, that's going to be a long conversation. Oh. This is the example this morning. You don't want to be this guy. No. You don't want to be this guy. Wow. The woman, of course, had left everything in the car, didn't have her phone or money, so she decided to start walking. Oh, my goodness. But she just didn't want to stand around waiting at the side of the road. She walked 20 kilometers before finding a cop. Uh, they aren't uh, sharing any specific details on how they were reunited, but it sounds like the police were able to let the man know where to pick up his wife. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and that, okay, so that's like an hour and a half that he's driven. Yeah, right. easy. 
easy, and he's going to turn around. Imagine what you're what's going through your mind in that hour. <laughs> of a drive back. <laughs> but you know what all men do because we get our defenses up? We find a way to blame her. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you couldn't leave me a note? You couldn't text me? Why didn't you take your phone? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember it now. <laughs> There's probably an argument. He's probably like, you're on that phone 23 hours a day. The yeah. one time you don't take it, this happened. I remember uh, years ago dropping uh, Maria off at a shopper's drug mart, and right across the street was a blockbuster. And I said, I'm going to go over and return the movies, and I'll come back and get you. From the shopper's drug mart, literally across the intersection to the blockbuster, I forgot about it. And the, the great part of that story is she had come out of the shopper's drug mart, and she saw me go down the road. And I literally, luckily, it was only a couple of minutes back to our house. I pull in the driveway, I look over at the passenger seat, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I turn around, I go back, and there she is just with her arms crossed in the middle of the parking lot starting to walk, thinking I had completely forgotten her. Come on, babe, you want ice cream? Let's go get an ice cream. What's she at? How far did you get? Did she ask you that? I told her. I said, I made it all the way home. I made it into the house. I watched another movie. I started complaining that my dinner wasn't ready. And to this day, anytime I drop her off anywhere, she goes, don't forget me. How can I? How can I? Anyhow, there you go, fellas. Look, you you might have, you know, not warmed up the car for your wife right. this morning or forgot her birthday recently. or But at least you didn't leave her stranded 160 <laughs> kilometers back for her to walk down the highway in the middle of the night. You know what it's time for? It's the godfather of the grill. It's Ted Reader. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Happy morning. New Year. Yeah, good morning, Ted. Happy New Year to you. Ah, thank you. Yes. Thank you. We're all into it, and uh, Teddy, once again for uh, Alinda's Meats in 2023, great to have you back. I just saw a video of Ted making one of my favorite things of his. We've talked about it in the past, and you might not have heard it, so it's good to catch up on it because it's a classic Ted Reader. You did your planked potatoes. Uh, this video, I watched it again. Uh, for those of you who have never tried this, it is one of, I mean, Ted has taught us a million things. I have uh, done them a couple of times, and they're always amazing. For those, Ted, who haven't seen the video and would like to try planking their potatoes, let's, uh, let's walk them through that, shall we? All righty. Uh, so the, the whole key to planked mashed potatoes is that you make your mashed potatoes, you boil the potatoes, you drain the potatoes, and then you mash the potatoes. Do not add any butter. Don't add any cream. Don't add anything to them. Just mash them up. Put them in the bowl, let them cool, and put them in the fridge for 24 hours. Overnight. Okay. okay? For all mashed so potatoes. For all mashed so potatoes, raw. you want to do that? You just cold mashed potatoes, okay. Right? right? Okay. You don't, you don't add anything into them at that point. Right. You let the starch build up, and they get cold. And then the next day, you add your seasonings. So you pour in a little bit of melted butter, some salt, some pepper, maybe some fresh herbs if you like, and then a handful. I, uh, in, in my video, I used Swiss cheese. And you fold that all in, and you scoop it up, and you put little scoops all on your uh, grilling plank. You soak the plank first in a little bit of water, then uh, dry it off on the one side, Put your balls of uh, mashed potatoes. I just use an ice cream scoop. Okay. If you want, you can just do a spoon. If you want to make a long log, you can do whatever you want. 
and then brush the outside of the potatoes with some butter and then into your grill 400 degrees and close the lid and here's the key. Now you got to stick around. You can't just go in the house because you put a piece of wood on a grill. <laughs> All right? It'll go up like that Christmas tree. It'll go up like that Christmas tree. So you want to stick around and you want to look. One is you want to listen for the wood to start to crackle. And you want to keep an eye on the type of smoke that's coming out of your grill. So if it's a, a clearish smoke, a white smoke, something very light in color, that's what you're looking for. When it starts to billow black smoke, your wood is on fire. Right. So when you, when, you, when you hear the crackle of the wood, turn, uh, turn the burners down. Okay. Or take that plank and move it to the top shelf of your, if you're using a gas grill or indirect and close the lid and let them roast until the outside of that potato gets all nice and crispy and the inside will get all cheesy and warm. Mm. And um, see, I, I watched that movie American Pie last night. It's like warm apple pie. Yeah, you'll burn something, so right. don't be sticking anything into the hot potatoes. No. But uh, and that and that's it. And plank you know, you can flavor the potatoes with anything you want, but the whole key is Make the potatoes and put them in the fridge. And then then once they've set up and they're ice cold, then you mix all your ingredients and plank your potatoes. And it, it's a killer recipe. Lots of fun. Ted, is that one of the wonder, maybe more one of the more underutilized things about the barbecue that, that people just don't realize is that you can in essence treat it like an oven. It's not just about quick grilling all the time. You can do things like planking. Definitely. Um, a gas grill is extremely versatile, and you can rotisserie on it, you can plank smoke on it, you can do indirect, you can, you can do a million different things on it. You just have to think a little bit outside the box. Use it like your oven and bake a cake if you so desire. Wow. Um, you know, you, you don't have to cook on high. You can turn things down a little. The longer it takes, the more beer you get. Oh, that's the, that's the dream right there. Now, Ted, when it comes to potatoes, there's a massive variety from russet and white and Yukon. Is there one that you uh, think is a, a better potato for mashing? Uh, russet potatoes are great. They have a nice amount of starch in there. And uh, for my video, I used Yukon Golds. Okay. And just a nice yellow uh, flesh, peeled them, and that's it. Okay. Nice and easy. Don't overmix after you mash them because you take out too much starch and then it becomes like glue. So just mash the potatoes. You can either use a, a potato ricer, which gives you a nice, easy, uh, uniform mash, or just the regular old potato masher and smash them up. Beautiful. I'm going to make them for sure real soon. I'm sure many people will. Uh, Ted, if people want to talk to you about potatoes or eating whatever, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you're going to find me in the social media world uh, at Ted Grills or Godfather of the Grill on my TikTok. And head to my YouTube channel if you want the full recipe there. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.